You are listening to the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about the movie trivia showdown, the first class league, sports, Star Wars, movies, TV, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show. Never gonna look back Cause damn I was built to last You move slow and I move fast And that's fact Only I can make a change Slowly take a step today I will never be the same Cause that's what it takes What is up, guys? How's everybody's night doing, man? Yeah, pretty cool intro set up by Danny, uh, the nice. guy behind the scenes. Got to give him some props for that. Hey, everybody, how's I hope everybody's weekend that we just passed was great uh, and everything else. We're talking about the box office here in a little bit. But if this is the first time coming by, uh, please like subscribe to the channel and put some comments down there on some of the stuff we talk about. Even if you watch it like afterwards, a lot of people will watch it after we're like already done uh, live and everything, which is uh, cool as well. And if you have uh, if you want to support the channel even more than that, we do have a Patreon that you can join and we'll set that up as well. And uh, we do a couple of little cool things like one thing we got coming up for the Patreon is our the Patreon has voted. Uh, we're tabulating points now. We're going to be a, doing a show at the very beginning of August for the top five. What our Patreon voted as top five comic book heroes. That's going to be the first time yeah. we, we talk about all kinds of movies here. It ain't just about like you know, the, the, the MCU here, uh, cause we are, we do cover it all, all types of things. And one of the things we want to start off with, uh, like we try to every week is, uh, the box office. And <clears throat> so we're going to, uh, start talking about that, man, the weekend box office, uh, get my information, uh, from box office mojo, pretty good site. If you like to go there, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of give them a little bit of props, uh, to find out like movie news and, uh, like stuff like that, like the, for the box office, especially is super great. One click, boom, get the information. But so for the weekend of July 15th through the uh, 17th, I'm going to run them down. Then we'll talk about a couple of things if we find anything like new or shocking. So we have Thor Love and Thunder still number one at 46.6 million. Uh-huh. Minions is still hanging in there at the number two spot, 26.8. <clears throat> then we have this new movie I don't know a lot about where the Crawl Dad sing made 17.3 million. Uh, wow. I don't know if that's based in like nice. uh, New Orleans or something, but that sounds like a New Orleans style movie where the crawdads sing. <laughs> Actually, I, I might be interested. That's making some good money. That's the shocker so far for me. Top Gun falling a little bit down to number four now, still in the top five at 12.3 million this weekend. Elvis at 8 million. <clears throat> uh, I will say Black Phone has fallen down to seven. That's one I've talked about a couple of times just because of the fact of like, uh, how much money and stuff uh, it has garnered as far as a horror film. And it's a great film, people. If you haven't watched that, uh, go up there and give uh, that movie a watch. I do think, though, it is coming on like uh, one of the streaming services uh, in the next few days if it hasn't yeah, already. Yeah, so. Yep. But uh, yeah, man, anything on that, Dagan, that you find like kind of shocking? Definitely that uh, Where the Crawdads Sing, which wasn't a movie that I had heard of until it uh, was released this week. But uh, yeah, it is. It is about a uh, a girl that was raised in the marshlands of North Carolina. So uh, definitely a, one of those southern kinds of movies. And uh, yeah, looks like to to be a pretty good movie that's garnered 
uh, a lot of positivity critically. So uh, this is one I might have to go and check out. It is playing at my local theater. So uh, now that it's made this kind of money, I definitely, I, I feel like it's probably good enough to go and support and see in the cinema. But yeah, I think no surprise that uh, Thor hung in there the way that it did at the number one spot. I yeah, mean, that dude's carrying the big axe. He's carrying yeah, the big axe for is. big money. People have been talking about this movie like it's the worst MCU movie. It's the best MCU movie. It's the best or worst Thor movie. Like all this kind of conversation, but it doesn't stop it from racking up the box office numbers, man. Like it hasn't stopped it yet. Yeah. This dude's still raising his axe high in the air and all that electricity you see around it is nothing but dollars. That's dollars yeah. falling from the skies. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing about it is that, uh, you know, there wasn't really a big release this week. Um, there, there wasn't like a, another big yeah. blockbuster that came out. Uh, I think the next one that could maybe give it a run for its money, I don't know if it could quite hit that number one spot, but maybe after its third week, the third week of Thor here is uh, is Jordan Peele's Nope that's coming yeah. out this weekend. Definitely that's want to I'm see that this coming up weekend. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you oh, that. yeah. Like, that same. Uh, I'm debating whether I see, I might see that movie Friday, which you'll get like an out of theater reaction if I do on that and possibly even like a, a full group panel get together and talk about that movie if more than uh, one of us see it. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely want to see. Nope. Uh, I, look, the biggest thing for me this year so far with movies is now this is uh, with this caveat. I haven't seen and I, ne I never get this name right because it's like three pages long. Uh, everything all at once or whatever is some combination of all those words together. Everything uh, everywhere all at once. Yeah. Exactly. So almost, almost got it. But with that particular movie, for instance, I haven't seen that one. I uh, haven't seen Top Gun because I wasn't really excited about going to see it. But like I do kind of oh, want to see it. And I haven't out. seen uh, Northman. Like those are the three bigger movies that I haven't seen this year. So with that caveat being said, even with the MCU, and let me tell you something. I was talking about it last night. I really like Multitude of Madness, uh, the new Doctor Strange movie. Multitude of Madness, yes. Yeah, yeah. But I, I really do like that movie. That's one of my favorite MCU movies. But with that being said, X and Black Phone is my two is favorite awesome. movies of the year. And not just because I love horror. Those are actually two solid, well-made movies. And if Nope can creep in there, if it's as good as some people are saying already because people are already dropping their little Twitter, like they can go ahead, social media, review the movie with non-spoilers. Like those people are out there doing that. If, if some of what those people were saying, like get is happening, like shoot, dude, like Nope might be my third favorite movie. Top three this year are all horror films. And not just because, like I said, I like, I like horror. I like MCU. I love other genres as well, not just that. Yeah, man, it's a good year for film. It's a good year for horror. And uh, I haven't seen Black Phone yet, but I definitely saw X, and that was that was really awesome. But I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Nope. It's just we've had to. It's going to be tough to do a top, even like a top ten ranking at the end of this year. I feel like with so many good movies that have come out, I I did see both Top Gun Maverick and The Northman that you mentioned. I've pretty much seen every movie that I want to see, wanted to see in the theaters this year. So it's been been really like I I feel like we we're kind of spoiled this year just being movie fans, you know, movie buffs that uh, we're getting so many so many good movies and i don't know if that a lot of that has to do with like we're coming out of the pandemic and the, the creative juices are flowing a bit and people are come up coming up with some cool ideas like sitting on their couch for that long like man you know it would make a cool movie and then now they're getting the chance to make it so 
yeah, man, I'm I'm really excited for, for this year. It's I totally agree. Sure. The box office numbers, as far as like how many people's going to the theaters, are starting to pick up. More and more movies are getting released. Uh, I don't think every movie is being released is like super good or anything. So like some of those people that sat on their couch kind of wasted their time. But with that being said, like it is starting to grow and we're just getting way more movies than we have for the last, you know, couple of like uh, years. You know what I'm saying? Like like last year, for instance, like I didn't even care about the Academy Awards. Not at all, period, because simply there just wasn't that many movies. Like so to me, it was a, like, almost like the home run thing in baseball because of like uh doping allegations and stuff like that like th there should be asterisks on the movies that like the last maybe even two years that one say picture of the year because like it wasn't a normal year like you could have just yeah. there would have been so many movies in the past that didn't win that would have won in a year like this because of the fact that like there just wasn't that much competition and no they're like production else. got shut down like for everything yeah. for for months so yeah yeah, no, I totally agree. And with our uh, next uh, thing, we're moving away from the box office here and moving on to we got some news about Adam Scott, the actor, uh, joining uh, the ranks of uh, the new, uh, I guess, movie that they're doing, the Madam Webb series. Uh, so just a few days after landing his Emma nomination on Apple TV Plus's Severance, uh, he is now joining Sony's superhero film, Madam Webb. The movie stars Dakota Johnson, which is also another good get to me. And I actually like Adam Scott. So like, I'm actually pretty interested in this as Madam Webb, a clairvoyant whose psychic abilities allow her to see within the spider world itself. The movie will be an origin story for the character who served as an ally to Spider-Man in the Marvel comics. So this is actually pretty interesting to me. Uh, simply because of the simple fact of like when you look at this uh she's this character like this is like a, a picture that i was able to find online uh, like she's this uh character that's kind of like different kind of stories but she's also like a good guy so like they've been doing these films based on say like uh the villains right like the venoms of the world mm -hmm. and the morbius of the world and stuff like that like, like they've done these the films hunter. Supposedly yeah, coming up. yeah, exactly. So like, but this is kind of different. This is picking one of Spider-Man's allies, which I think is going to be really cool because we've already seen Maximum Carnage. All right. So maybe this will be leading up because if I'm not mistaken, she helped Spider-Man during the Maximum Carnage, like actual comic book series run when you actually had two groups of people, the Spider-Man, you know, group that had his team. And then you had like a Maximum Carnage team that had a couple of the uh, villains on his side, like Hobgoblin and stuff like that. So with that being mm -hmm. said, and Morbius was on that team as well, they might be setting up like an epic, like uh, kind of like an in-game thing where you have like five or six good superheroes against five or six super villains. And we have this epic like fight uh, during a movie, which I think would be pretty cool if they did. But uh, yeah, man, what do you think about it, Dave? Yeah, I mean, I look, Adam Scott, great actor. Dakota Johnson, very good as well, but I, I don't know if I trust in Sony and really the quality of the. the I love the two Venoms, by the way. I'm saying that right now. Before <laughs> you start knocking them down, I love the two Venoms because Venom, the whole comic arc, and I feel like the movies uh, needed to be cheesy, like because that's kind of, especially the interaction between Venom and Eddie Brock. That's how they did it in the comics. And I don't like when people say like, oh, man, like this stuff right here felt a little weird. It's supposed to be a little weird. There's a little alien taking over a guy. But beyond that, Morbius, I will agree with. They didn't do a good job with that one, for instance. Look, I'm 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 cool with the people that like it and enjoy it. It's just not, not for me, at least for those Venom, Venom movies and certainly for Morbius. So we'll see. I'm not really super interested in the, the Sony like Spider-Man offshoot movies that they're doing. 
Like Spider-Man with Tom Holland and everything, obviously, has been phenomenal so far, especially No Way Home. But I, I'm a, more interested in that that side of the story than than any of these like kind of offshoot villains or anti-heroes or allies or whatever. It's just you know I can take it or leave it. All right, man. So I I like Adam Scott and I like uh, Dakota. So like if yeah, they're great. Putting those two, yeah, you putting those two yeah. together like that makes a, there's a chance that this movie could be super great. And all you got to do is have a good writer and everything else. So like. Not the most excited. It's not like anticipating like what you would have, like the new Spider-Man movie that came out, you know, earlier and everything else. It's not at that level, obviously, but like yeah, obviously yeah. it makes you a little more excited about the uh I'm, I'm gonna be interested in seeing like what trailers and stuff like that we end up getting uh with that. Uh also we got some other news uh about another uh IP, a different kind, not really like in the yeah. comic book uh series. Uh Peter Dinklage joins the cast of Hunger Games prequel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Um and yeah, just a little bit of news on that. Uh, so for the upcoming Hunger Games prequel, the odds are in favor to be an Emmy winning star to the cast. Sources tell Deadline that Peter Dinklage is set to join the growing ensemble of Lion Gate's Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Dinklage will play Casca Highbottom. Oh my God. What uh -huh. a name. Dean of the Academy. He will star in the film opposite Tom Blith, who will play the young uh, Corellianus Snow. I, I, some of these names and Rachel uh, Ziegler as Lacey Gray. Uh, so yeah. Um, what do you think Dagan about this piece of news? Yeah. Look, uh, Peter Dinklage, another actor that I absolutely love and can really do no wrong in my book. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually interested in this one. You know, I, I was a big fan of those hunger games movies not necessarily the the last two, but definitely the first one and the second one I thought were really really good, and one one of those kinds of uh, like young adult novel adaptations that I can I'm actually you know it's, feels like it's more for all ages than than anything or for for families and I really enjoyed those movies. Um, I I don't know about this sort of prequel of of Snow like the, obviously the villain really of of the Hunger Games series uh, and sort of the idea of making these villains, these sympathetic characters that are almost kind of like an anti-hero or something in these early prequel set series. You know, I think they did this with Harry Potter. I can't remember. They've done it, done it with a couple other franchises, a, 101 Dalmatians, obviously. But so I'm not, I'm not so sure, but at least with Peter Dinklage, I'm sure that he, this, this is a, could be a very interesting role for him. Cause I think in the, this is obviously based off the prequel book that was written and, I think his character, obviously, with that name, get tends to get like bullied or or made fun of a lot. And so P Peter Dinklage is is great in those roles. Obviously, with Game of Thrones, you had uh, had uh, uh, Tyrion uh, there getting pushed around a lot and everything. And so uh, yeah, I, I definitely am, am curious to see this. I, I will probably watch it, even though again I'm not really interested in the sort of background the origin story of the villain. Uh, but I, I definitely will, will check it out at least for, for the cast for somebody like Dinklage in there. Um, my thing when it comes to all this right here, to be honest with you, is the simple fact of the Peter Dinklage is cool. I love the dude in Game of Thrones. I've obviously got stuff hanging up behind me. That's a Game of Thrones, the flags and everything else. And I love the show, even with like sort of the letdown that you got with the end. Uh, to me, the story was still good. They just kind of rushed some of the stuff. I can overlook that a little bit uh, because of the rest of the series was so great. Like 
Uh, and, and he's yeah. played good characters, like even in the MCU, you know, like uh, in one of the X-Men movies, he played a decent character in that and played it well. So even though he's a good actor, like he's not really pushing the needle on something like this for me. The thing that pushes the needle a little bit possibly is like thinking about what they can do. One of the cool things about the Hunger Games, like it or love it, is that like it's kind of like this thing that's been happening for years. It wasn't like the Hunger Games happened that one time and you follow right. the journey till its end. Like it was like the it's 75th already, one or yeah, yeah, so yeah. exactly. So like there is so many like different, so like they could go back in time even further and all that good stuff to do like these Hunger Game series. So they did actually do something kind of smart where you left it open. Well, if these do good in the theaters, oh, well, oh. we have this option now of being able to actually, you know, keep going. So I'm just interested. Yeah. I wish, I wish they went back even further and it wasn't any of these, like, you know, you get to see a younger bad guy, for instance, in this one and like another guy that's kind of probably in control. So it shows the younger guy probably taking over towards the end of the series. I'm pretty sure it's going to be more than just one movie and whatnot, but I almost yeah, wish they would have went back almost to the beginning, to the very first Hunger Games, how interesting it would have been to see the world and why they made the decision to have the first ever Hunger Games to me. Like, that would have been even yeah. cooler. Like, I don't understand I, I why actually, they I, didn't I go that route. this is going to do that. I mean, I don't know if it, if it was the 75th Hunger Games or whatever, and he's supposed to be, like, you know, in his late teens and that, that would have made him, like, in his 90s when we got to the point of the Hunger Games, which I guess he, he that character might have been. I mean, and this is a fictional universe. So I, I think that the book that this is based off of involves him sort of forming the Hunger Games and, like, starting the first Hunger yeah, Games. Yeah, but, like, if it's 75, it happens, like, once that a year, been, right? If it happens, like, yeah. once a year, how is the... I mean, I guess maybe the older guy that we see in the original... He's, like, like in his 90s, series. I guess. So maybe he's that Donald old. Sutherland. So, like, yeah, yeah so Donald, maybe, Donald maybe he's Sutherland that old. Yeah. Yeah, that was the only reason why I was thinking they wasn't going back super far is because like so that would be interesting. This would make me want to watch that movie if that's what they're doing. If they're going back to the very beginning of this kind of like IP and sitting down and showing us, dude, how did this start? And then if you do really good with that, you can actually set up like all these stories that have happened for like 75 Hunger Games, right? Like you can actually do yeah. that and it'd be really cool if you come up with cool characters and stuff and you actually do what you need to do you like kill off you're, there's a character yeah. that you followed for yeah. the first two hunger games that may have won the first two hunger games because they were that good but in that third movie they die and someone else picks up the mantle or something right. like that think, you know like i think it's a, supposed to be a different uh like every everyone is it every 25 years they do uh like a, a all-star cast kind of thing but i think that it's supposed to be a different group of people every time there's one survivor at the end of it obviously yeah so, so like one, yeah one winner doesn't necessarily come back until that 25th year or whatever it is that it was in the book 15 maybe i can't remember but uh yeah it's it should be it's an interesting thing to maybe explore like i would love to see a series like this is i think that it's supposed to be a movie but i would like to see like an hbo series or something about the first hunger games i think that could be really yeah. really interesting Cause like I'm sure like I love the, the first one was a fucking mess because the first of anything is a mess usually. So yeah, I love the concept, man. Like uh, just of that whole situation, you throw a bunch of people in there and it's either you kill or be killed. Those can always yeah. be interesting, like things that you can set up or whatever. And the way they were able to control that world was kind of cool too, where they can make like mm -hmm. different weather stuff happen and all this. So like yeah, I'm I'm pretty interested in, you know, it's I'm it's not oh I got to go see it first night kind of movie our series sure. right now yeah. but 
hey, that's why we get trailers, man. That's why we do reactions to trailers and stuff is because sometimes those change your mind and flip the script. Like mm-hmm. you see an awesome trailer that sets it up and you're like, oh God. And you start hearing like good things about like how they're making the movie and everything it could really kind of raise that excitement level to above and beyond, you know, what you got going on. But with that being said, let's move on to the next topic that we have. Uh, we have Dune 2, the second part in production right now. Uh, they are starting it up. Uh, Warner Brothers, but they have, they pushed the sequel's release date from the October 20th of 2023 to pre-Thanksgiving slot of November 17th of 2023. And that happens to be the same date as Lion Gates, the movie we just talked about, prequel The Hunger Games. So is it wow. like, you know, uh, so the thing about that is it's like, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, so is Dune like over here going like, yo, bro, we don't like you Hunger Games. So we come <laughs> into battle or whatever. Is that what this is? Because like I said, they're kind of coming out that pre Thanksgiving. But that's also you got to think about it. People going to they'll go see their families. And then like if it's a family that are movie goers and movie lovers, they'll go see a movie. So that might be a good yeah. idea. You, both movies you might, might have- be able to make a lot of money. Yeah, you might have a big family, and some of you might want to go see Dune too, and some of you might want to go see the Hunger Games prequel. So, you know, there's it's it's good to have a little bit of variety, especially around the holidays. They're both going to make a lot of money. I wouldn't be surprised if one of these two moves. Like, I, I'm I'm not sure if that Hunger Games thing is even in production yet, and obviously this news, Dune two starting production now, so it'll obviously be out in time for the. Uh, November, what is it here? November 17th, 2023 release date. So I wouldn't be surprised if that Hunger Games prequel moves closer to like Christmas or or maybe even like a spring or like a, an, an early 2024 release. If, they, if they've just sort of ca- started doing casting and everything with Peter Dinklage, as we just talked about, I wouldn't be surprised if that's just its initial release date and then it gets moved because everything's always moving around. Oh yeah, that's true. Like they're probably not going to go head to head. It's probably they're both thinking about, well, we'll have it done around this time. But like, as cordial how production goes, it right may not happen when they want to happen. It may happen sooner. Uh, they may actually uh, move it up instead of back. You know, so we'll see when that comes to it. Uh, but yeah, Dune Two. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, if you didn't see like my review and stuff for the first Dune, I liked it, but it was a barely like. There was too much in that movie that was just like, oh, let's show you stuff so the movie will be longer. So I got to sit my butt in a theater for even longer. And now since I'm older, I got to get up and sometimes take a piss break because I got to pee more often than what I used to when I was like in my 20s and 30s. I'm I'm early 40s, man. Like the bladder just don't hold up as well as it used to. And you're making me sitting here for a movie. Like one particular scene, I'm not going to rehash the whole entire film. Well, it's maybe two points I'll make here. But one is there's this really elongated, like beautiful looking scene where they're standing in their family uh, cemetery and the father's giving the son some advice and everything else. And the son's like, oh man, it's going to be a really tough decision. What if I don't want to be the leader, you know, and everything else. And his dad's like, it'll be fine. You'll make that decision whenever it comes up. But the son's still struggling with the decision. And then the whole thing happens, and then his dad's not there anymore, obviously. Spoilers, uh, his dad dead. Uh, and his mom or whatever's got this ring that like passes basically the power on through the family, and she's giving it to the son. And instead of the son like looking at the ring for a couple of minutes or whatever, he just slides it on his finger. Like the decision was made pretty fucking like quick without a lot of thought. And you made me watch a scene 
that made it seem like that was going to be a big deal in the movie. Like when he has to make that decision, he's not going to just put the ring on, you know, he's going to sit there and like contemplate it. Maybe there's going to be a big thing, like an action sequence where he has to really has no choice. It's either you choose to lead or you don't. And we didn't get that. So I didn't like that part of that film. And they talked about how badass these, this family warrior family was supposed to be. They even had a group of the scene where the bad guys go to get help from another group of bad guys because this family's supposed to be so devastating and warrior-like. And they literally take out their shields, even though they know, this family knows they're getting set up. They know it. It's not like a big surprise. And they get their freaking uh, damn uh, shields taken down in like two seconds, okay? And then they they get wiped out and then like five, ten minutes of film time. It's like, What? Like, how are they so, like, how are they so big and bad? How are they so powerful if literally they even knew they were getting set up and they wasn't prepared for their shields to be taken down? Like, that was just the dumbest thing ever in a movie. That's why I didn't like the first part of the story. And maybe the second part can be better and change it. Because I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I was going to say, motherfucker, you've only seen half this movie. Come on now. Look, look, well, I'm going to tell you right now, Lord of the Rings the same way. I didn't necessarily love the first, The Fellowship of the Ring. I didn't love that movie. Oh, boy. The second two movies, though, made me change my mind and love that franchise. And I'll even watch, say, The Fellowship of the Ring if it's with, like, a friend or something. I hadn't seen it before. But but that was the thing. The next two films turned me around on that franchise as far as the movie series go. I always liked and enjoyed the books. But the two, last, the second two movies turn me around on the first movie maybe this can happen with dune if they do a great job with it well look i i'm gonna disagree with you on that one i loved the first part of dune uh, it was my maybe my favorite movie of last year i saw it three times in the theater i saw it twice on hbo max uh this movie to me was a near masterpiece visually musically uh story everything it was just like everything i would ever wanted in a dune movie and again, it's only half of half of a movie. We still got part two. Part two is just beginning production now. And uh, there's a, a synopsis. The other part of this news is they they did release a synopsis of what it's going to be. Obviously, we've read the book. We pretty much know what's going to happen. But uh, the, the, the synopsis here says, the follow-up film will explore the mythic journey of Paul Atreides as he unites with Chani and the Fremen while on the warpath of revenge against the conspirators who destroyed his family. Facing a choice between facing a five minute battle scene. Facing the choice between the love of his life and the fate of the known universe. He endeavors to prevent a terrible future only he can foresee. So there you go. Look very ominous. Hey look Adelia's in the chat talking about how much she loves the Dagon movie and everything. Hey look that's up to you guys. That movie was a solid sixer. It was a solid sixer oh, to me. Off. Yeah, man. It was a, it was a I, 10 I almost, out of 10 in my book. It, it was almost like, let me go and get a refund. Y'all made me, like, my butt had cramps oh my in God. it. My, my butt hole had a cramp. Like, I was like, bro, man, you made me sit here this Justin, long for this movie. Trying, we're five minutes of battle actions, and the whole trailer mm-hmm. was like a whole war going on. Man, get out of here. Like, but with that being said, let's get on. Justin, to, me and Dagan getting heated. Me and Dagan getting heated over <laughs> here. So before it gets too off the rails or we start uh, cussing out each other and stuff, I actually, we're, we're going to put a copyright strike on ourselves here because I'm oh, actually no. going to show you because of our next topic. I'm going to show you a little bit of what me and Dagan did for our uh, trailer reaction, actually, 
uh, to this movie. Just give you. Are a we little, doing uh, a, a reaction to the trailer reaction here, Justin? I mean, maybe, may, maybe, maybe this is maybe this maybe show? we're becoming the maybe yeah maybe we're becoming the movie guys or whatever. But like, uh, yeah, here we go, man. Let's see right here. This is me and the Dexter over here. Oh no. Uh, so you can see me rage quit live on camera. No, please, God, Wait, what no. in the hell? No, what in the blue hell is this? What oh, is this? I, I don't like the sound of that. What is that? Is that actually part Brain of, of a super genius transplanted into the body of a perfect? I couldn't deal. Oh my God, what is this? <laughs> so there just goes a little couldn't bit of deal. taste of what me and Dagan did. Yeah, that's what me and Dagan did for like a trailer reaction for the monsters. Like, look, I had, it got so bad I had to pause it. Like, what in the hell is this guy doing? Like, why does he look like that? And it's I the, get they're the going first. for the cheesiness. They are going yeah. for the cheesiness or whatever. First ever trailer about ever made me rage quit. Yeah. Look, one of the things quit. I think I said after we watched the trailer reaction is how the hell did they approve uh. this to go to the movie theaters? Well, guess they what? Didn't. Maybe they watched my trailer reaction because immediately now it's Rob Zombie: The Monsters will debut on Netflix. Dumping what on Netflix. Great, what a great move that is! Because let me tell you something, guys. Like I get it that the old school like show and everything was super cheesy. I get it that Rob Zombie loved the old school show, so he's trying to keep faithful to that and everything else. I'm okay with some of the dumb sound effects and everything. I don't know if it's the color being in the trailer where it's mostly color and they got some black and white scenes in there. I don't know if that throws it off, but there's just something about this that looks like, oh my God, dude, like straight up, this should not be going to the movie theaters. And like I said, company made a great plan and a great rollout here because you dump it on Netflix. They don't even have to tell you how many people watch the damn thing. You know what I'm saying? They're, like nothing has to be said about it. So like it is what it is. I, whatever i'll i don't even know if i'll sign up for netflix to watch this movie alone to be honest with you like it's not a like oh my god i kind of want to i kind of want to uh, get drunk i kind of want to down a bottle of tequila <laughs> you know what i'm saying and then watch this movie like some people went and saw that uh show and movie cats for instance like, oh my god I, this may be like something that i can have fun with that i talk about for years because of how funny it was when i first watch it but by god dude Sorry, we got some we got some breaking uh, stuff happening here in the chat, so we'll get on that in a minute. But yeah, man, I think that uh, the the sort of backlash uh, on social media to this trailer for the monsters had maybe something to do with no movie studio wanting any part of it. And yeah, let's just dump it on Netflix because uh, not many people are gonna watch this thing. It's probably gonna bomb if it were to be released. And Man, it's just this. This looks at like absolute garbage. You know what this reminds me of, Justin? This reminds me of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Now, I I don't know if if there's a lot of people out there that love the Super Mario Brothers, and if that's the case, I apologize. But yeah, this this looks like absolute trash to me, and I I will not be watching this. Now, the well, no near amount of edibles. Or pre rolls could get me through watching this movie, even just on Netflix. So okay, so uh, treat for you guys that are in the chat. I'm gonna go ahead and break it down right now. We're gonna try something that we haven't done, uh, especially since we went to a more of an entertainment show. Unfortunately, because of the schmodown cutting back and eventually ending here pretty soon. So we're gonna try if you stick around with us and do a live trailer reaction to this yes. new Halloween ends 
uh, trailer. Uh, so if you'll be patient with us at the end of this thing, let us set up one or two things uh, to yep. be able to do it. But like, hey, we're, we'll do that if you stick around uh, with us. We'll actually do a live reaction to the trailer for Halloween Ends, the final movie of the series and of the new Halloween franchise. Yeah, and if you guys have any other topics for us today, because we only got a couple things left and we'll do this trailer reaction, as always, please send in a Streamlab. We got these open now for yep. a lot more shows than just the crackdown. So streamlabs.com slash LGR Network. If you got any other topics that we didn't talk about on the show here today uh, in the entertainment news world, uh, send Whether it be funny, we'll definitely... serious, like news yeah, about anything. some entertainer doing something stupid, any of that kind of stuff. We cover it all as long as it's in the entertainment realm. Uh, send in the yep. stream lab and we'll actually talk about that topic for a minute if you want to. But uh, yeah, so we, we got through with the uh, Munsters deal here. Now, there is something me personally, because it officially came out like so I had to like actually like. Uh, OK, guys, I got to let you know something even worse than what we just talked about. That's why I wanted to talk about them back to back. It's going to be the thing I'm about to bring up. Like, to be honest with you guys, like straight up, uh, this is the goofiest shit I have ever heard in a long time when it comes to entertainment. And I'm kind of all for it because this will be a movie that I know that ain't got a chance to go into movie theaters. This will be a movie that like, look, whatever you're, you're whatever you like, whether it be alcohol, whether it be eating a couple of brownies with the devil's lettuce in it or whatever, man, like get your stuff ready because this is something right here that I might die of laughter of because of how cheesy it is. And I'm a big horror. I'm a big oh, B movie man. horror fan, man, when it comes to it. I mean, guys, feast your eyes on the new Winnie oh, the Pooh, boys. Feast your eyes yeah. on the new Winnie the Pooh, dude. And he <laughs> is coming hardcore, guys. Look He's not just thing. walking around. He's not just walking around looking for the honey. Man, it's Winnie the Pooh, oh, shit. blood and honey. It's Look on. at that freaking mace he's got carrying right there. <laughs> like, he is prime for business. Oh, Somebody man. took this man's honey, and he's ready to make them play in blood. You know what I'm saying? Like, the movie, <laughs> I see it. I foresee this movie being, there's like a, a person that's got like a lot of money or whatever, and they're trying to monopolize the market on honey. And our man, Winnie the Pooh, just wants to get a little honey. But this dude or woman, whoever it is that runs this business, with all this money, he's like gathering up all the honeybees. And now they're only in one section of the country and they're guarding it and everything else so that people just can't get wild honey like my man Winnie the Pooh likes. And then Winnie the Pooh decides that, you know what? The day ends now. The terror ends now. My honey hey, shall be set free. Listen. And he goes and he takes his honey back, baby. That's what I foresee happening in this movie. And if they didn't choose that for the plot point, if they didn't choose that to go with, for this movie, I'm going to little be a little bit disappointed because just like the top of this poster, this ain't no bedtime story, fools. This is ready. This is getting serious, man. I'm telling you right now, serious junk going on. Stay the fuck out of the hundred acre wood, you son of a bitch. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> they they done took that it. innocent, that innocent Winnie the Pooh man and made him like an evil. An evil villain, and I'm I'm kind of here I for it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't wait. Be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of Winnie the Pooh being just a good guy, sitting back and being a pushover <laughs> and making his little silly noises and everything else. And like maybe we get a sequel where Tigger comes busting up in there, hopping on. Oh in my there. god! And like you know what I'm saying? And he'd be like doing some like ninja style, like you know cutting folks up and shit. Like I don't know what's gonna happen with this, but. 
look, I'm I'm here for it. I don't care. Sometimes Dude. you do need craziness to happen, like straight up. I haven't even seen a trailer for this, and I just cannot fucking wait. Like, I think you and I are going to have to do, like, some kind of uh, re live reaction to this movie when it comes out. Because, man, I you know, it, this looks this looks already batshit crazy off the walls. And I cannot wait for some some Winnie the Pooh murder uh, on, on my screen. It just sounds, yep. like, amazing. With our last topic, unless somebody sends in the Streamlab or whatever to uh, have us talk about a certain thing that we may have missed, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, this before we get into that live trailer reaction we were just talking about, guys. So, yeah. uh, San Diego Comic-Con predictions. I I'm going to go ahead and open this up, guys. Like, I'm going to be the most honest and real and truthful with you straight up front. Two things. Before I say what I'm going to say here, I want to, like... Uh, honor because every time that I hear about San Diego Comic-Con uh, coming about uh, there's a person in this space in this entertainment world uh, that we were all involved in especially with the Schmodown yeah. that loved these things because he just nerded out on all these different comic books and stories and star all these different things he loved all of it man every single bit of it I'll never have the energy or the the, the comedy uh, wherewithal to even ever match up to this man uh, but our late brother, John Snip, it, it reminds us of that because, you know, he passed away around a Comic-Con and that's why, like, it always seems to come around. You always be reminded uh, of that gentleman's uh, death and passing away, uh, which is unfortunate. But like at the same time, like every time during this year, you'll always be reminded and think of like how great that guy was because he truly was yeah. a great guy. He wasn't like this fake great he guy. He was this great guy all across the board. Uh, where it comes in before we actually start doing these predictions, Stegan, like uh, you yeah. want to have any words here? Yeah, absolutely. John Schnapp, like, one of the greatest of us all, you know, yeah, an absolute legend and a guy that uh, we all, we all miss in this community a, a lot. And, you know, and everything that he brought, you know, he was even in the Schmodown for a little bit and yeah, it's, it's a very bittersweet time of the year, I think, for, for a lot of us when, when we do have Comic-Con. And as you said, and today is the, the fourth anniversary of his passing. So uh, we definitely want to dedicate this show and uh, and everything in, in for the memory of, of the late, great John Schnepp, who we all love and miss very dearly and was just a, a huge, influential figure for this entire community. And and yeah, I, I, I not, not enough words can be described uh or, or used to describe the greatness of john Snell. And, so, and in his absolutely. honor in his honor one of the greatest things i liked about john Snell is he'd be like on these like movie reviews type news things and everything and they'd get to a certain movie and they'd ask his opinion he'd be like i didn't watch it yeah i didn't watch the trailer <laughs> like he would just be honest and that's what i he loved about it shit. like he'd be I honest about it. it i didn't yeah. see it like and he'd just like throw something <laughs> funny like, out well, there okay. So in honor of John Snell, I'm going to be honest yeah. as like like he would right here. I don't ever like I'll get the news afterwards, but I'm not one of these people that's like, give me all the news from the San Diego Comic-Con. You know what I'm saying? So my prediction for San Diego Comic-Con is going to be a COVID party. Okay. COVID Super spreader event. Everywhere. Yes. Yeah, exactly. COVID is now going to run rampant across the country again. Starting oh out God. with San Diego Comic-Con because half the people won't be wearing masks. Probably even more than that won't be wearing masks. And it's going to spread throughout the whole entire country because, like, just think about it. 
usually you would call it con disease or con sickness because like you would go and just get a flu or something and, and Super people flu. Yeah. and half the people don't take baths they don't take baths people no all right, just but sit, with that being said, Dave, do you have a serious yeah. prediction? Do you have a serious prediction? Like actually one. No, that's that a good one. That's a good one. I think you're you're spot on with that one. But uh, my actual prediction for San Diego Comic Con, this is something that's rumored. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be Comic Con or if it's going to be the Disney Plus event, whatever that's called. I think it's a what Expo, something like Disney Expo. Um, but the the rumor is that they will be revealing the cast for the Fantastic Four, because uh, we do have Marvel, uh, the Marvel panel in Hall H on Saturday, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of put the rumor out there that it's going to be at, at Disney Expo, but then they, they surprise everybody and they, and they drop that it's, uh, you know, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, potentially, and uh, and, a, and whoever else for the Human Torch and for, for the thing, so... Uh, that's definitely one that I could see. I think that we might get some kind of fantastic forecast announcement and uh, potentially just sort of like an, an outline for what the rest of phase four is going to look like, you know, cause we still don't have release dates for some of the stuff like the blade movie, like the fantastic four movie, like the next uh, captain American winter soldier movie. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they sort of just iron out the rest of the dates and sort of say that, okay, phase four is going to end in 2024 in like the summer or whatever with Fantastic Four. And here comes John Krasinski and Emily Blunt and whoever else. So uh, that's sort of my, my initial prediction going in. My yeah. favorite part of any MCU movie in the past like year, year and a half, maybe even two years is when John got exploded by the Scarlet Witch, baby. Give me that oh every day God. of the week. That's what I'm Spoilers. saying. So like... <laughs> Man, that movies, you can stream that movie now. Yeah, Disney Plus. Like Plus now, months, your fault. Here we yeah. go right here. Uh, Jeremy, though, in the chat saying, like, you know, a cool little thing. Uh, the first X-Men film gets announced after. Uh, it's spoilers. So, yeah, so after spoilers. the Ms. Marvel finale. Ms. So. Marvel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that actually is something that could happen uh, that we could see happening and going on at San Diego Comic-Con as well. Uh, let's say, out of the three, the Jeremy Miller one, yours and mine, who do, whose do we think has the best chance of happening? COVID party. Let us know in the chat, everybody. <laughs> COVID party. Uh, Jeremy Miller, the first X-Men film being announced. And yeah. our man Dagan saying they will actually show some Fantastic Four. Like either Fantastic footage or just like casting yeah. or something. Yeah, like, I think I don't think we'll show any footage, but they'll give us a release date and they'll bring out John Krasinski and Emily Blunt and whoever else for the cast. Yeah. Okay, so with that being said, uh, yeah, hell yeah. Let's pull this up and... Uh, Give us just one second. Might be a couple of bits of awkward silence because we're getting gotcha. set up. Like I said, I'll, if I'll vamp for a minute right here. I've been uh, throughout all this and also in the background, I've been watching the uh, MLB All-Star game. And there was one commercial that really stuck out to me that I thought was brilliant. I was like, I haven't seen a commercial this like simple and, and this effective in, in a while. It's uh, this guy in his, in his car. And he pulls out his phone, and there's a breaking news story about aliens have, uh, have taken over planet Earth, right? And they started abducting people. And all of a sudden, you see the lights light up in this car, and he puts his phone down, and he pulls out a Carl's Jr. Uh, hamburger. And he starts to go eat the Carl's Hamburger Jr., and you see the aliens abduct uh, in the car, right? And then it flashes back, and the guy's still there. They didn't abduct the guy, 
but his sandwich is gone. Of course, they their main priority was the Carl's Jr. sandwich. So uh, props to that ad because it made me want Carl's <laughs> Jr. because we don't have those around here. Uh, I, I maybe have to try that later in the year if I, if I when I go out. To Jer- the West Coast. <laughs> Jeremy but, out here with the COVID party, sadly. <laughs> uh, probably okay. right, bro. I probably got yeah. the. The, the, the biggest thing is almost guaranteed. Like, I'll be watching on pins and needles or whatever by that. All right, so I've got yeah. the Halloween Ends new trailer. Okay, hang on, uh, hang on one up. second. I'm going to do, do, work a magic trick here. Ready? Three, two, one. Boom. There we go. So we can clip this out. Yep, we can do that right there. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, what we can do is uh, when we do that, we need to uh, – we're going to have to do something weird here. So I'm going to pull – I'm going to be on the screen. I'm going to be on the screen. This is some of the behind the scenes things that sometimes we do is like and stuff like that. So this is going to be kind of cool for you people watching. (laughs) This is how some of the magic happens with what we can do. This is how we try to like do what we can do, like with budget cuts and everything. (laughs) So yeah, join that, join, join that Patreon. So we can even even get even better than this, but like, uh, but here we go. So what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to drop myself out. Dagan's going to be on here and he's going to make a weird face. Okay. Now, now we remove him, and I'm gonna make a Halloween style face. Now we can bring back Dagan. Now we can now we now we can bring back Dagan and uh, see if we can get this thing set up because we're gonna do a live trailer reaction, guys. And I hope uh, you guys enjoy it and everything else. Uh, so appreciate you guys no, being I, here. No I'll throw this in happened. here. See, this is what you got to do. I'm going to throw Justin this in there. To, I think we Justin did this as a live reaction, folks, but we're going to, uh, we did this as a live reaction, people, but we're going to throw this on our channel. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys to please like and subscribe again. If this is the first time watching the channel, help us out. And if you can, we got a Patreon if you would like to go even further than that. But the biggest thing is like and subscribe to the channel uh, so that we can do more and more great things with the channel as we go along. Thank you, guys. And, and today, it's me and Dagan coming back after I don't know how we survived oh, the man. monsters and uh, and Love Daddy oh, or whatever no. the hell that name of that movie was. I'm concerned. We survived those two trailer reactions to make it to the Oof. day. And I'm actually super excited because I didn't even know this was coming right now. It's the Halloween end. So the trilogy will be oh, coming no. to an end soon. And we are about to be able to see that trailer right there. So, uh, jeez, oh, okay. All right, buddy, oh, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling Let's it up. This. I don't know about this one, man. I was not a fan of uh, Halloween uh, murders or dies tonight, whatever the last piece of shit was called. All right, you ready, Dagan? Let's do this. Let's do it. Get it over Halloween with. Halloween ends. First initial trailer reaction. It came out while we were doing the show. So there's no re- we can't even get a glimpse. Didn't even get a picture of it. Here we go, man. Man, I love that music every time, dude. Love that music every music. time. The old school walking to the door, looking through the window. Yeah. It's definitely a teaser trailer. Like you're not really showing anything here. I love it. Oh, what's behind the door? Oh yeah, there he is. There he is. Yeah. Bro, oh, there she is. Damn. Ooh. Oh. No. I like no. that. I like that, dude. Like she ain't taking no shit. She's like John Wayne toilet paper, man. She don't take shit. No man. one. 
God. Come get me, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. You can't be. Oh, come on, Jamie Lee. You can't be talking about he's trying to come up. Oh, damn. He's going to put his hand in the thing. Oh, man. Oh, bro. Stabbed his foot. Man. No, it was like Jeff's hand on the table, man. Golly. Oh, man. That was. That was actually pretty good, dude. I actually really liked right. it. I loved it. Uh, I just had Tolerable. fun doing the trailer reaction. I love that music. I love that every time they would almost cut from like say the to the black to show another little bit of a scene that they was actually doing like the little bit of the music like that first part. Doo, 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 doo. Love that music. That music right there that's is cool. so simple, and that's why it's so great. Even John Williams, some of John Williams' things. Some of the greatest things he ever did was like really simple pieces of music, like the Jaws, like John Williams did Jaws. A lot of people don't know that and stuff like that. So like those kind of things right there are the things that live with you for eternity. And that's why that theme will always live with me. Although it's not my favorite 80s slasher, it's probably my favorite 80s slasher music right there. And it's kind of similar to the Jason Voorhees breathing. It almost had the same beat, to be honest with you. Boy, I love all that stuff, dude. The simplicity. Freddy Cougar, they went mm -hmm. off the rails. They did some crazy shit. Like, you have mm -hmm. to sing and everything and all that stuff. That's why it's not as popular as far as music goes. But, dude, that trailer right there, getting me hyped for Halloween in. I actually loved Halloween Kills, unlike a lot of other people. Mm. I love that movie, man, because it was ball to the wall. Kill people, and that's what it's supposed to be. The movie mm. told you what it was going to do. Mm. Michael Myers was going to kill some folks, and he killed a lot of people. And I love yeah, but I, I, I maybe wanted a little story as well. Would have no, been, I don't have to. Nice what do you, bro? I never sit down, never sit down and prop my feet up in front of the TV when it's like Michael Myers or Jason or Freddy or any of these characters, Leatherface, and go, oh please, give me a good story. No, I'm going to talk about how Jason Voorhees. Like puts an axe through someone's forehead and throws them in the room like a rag doll in front of three other, four other people, and they can't do shit about it. Like that's what I'm there to see. I don't. Who are you people? Who are you people that walk uh, into I, a movie like that and go, man, man, you, you know what? Beyond the kill scenes, mm -hmm. beyond this character just being a badass and someone fighting against all odds to maybe take them out, I'm really here for the story. Like you yeah, got like, like, like the first like the first Halloween movie, the original, it had a story. I like that. Man, yeah. Well, it was a story about some dude that escaped out of a what you want to call it and then went around and killed people. It wasn't that great of a story. It was like he really like just came out Simple. escaped out of an Simple. asylum and went and killed some folks at a house. It didn't even really give you that good of a reason for it. Well, so Jamie Lee Curtis, she's babysitting, he's kind of coming after her, he's targeting her, there's a little bit of that. You know, you got you got the kids there. I'm just saying, this is. I have no faith in that this movie is going to be any good, but that's just me. If you well, enjoy I mean, it, I'm going to have fun with it and enjoy it because you know what? This hits my nostalgia awesome. point. All you other people, go and watch Ready Player One or some movie right there. That's oh about my nostalgia about whatever, bro. This is my nostalgia. When I go and watch Michael Myers just go ape shit on people, that's whenever it gets good. That's whenever it gets fun. You people used to argue about who would, man, who would win out of Incredible Hulk and Wolverine. Man, me and my cousins and some of my friends, we argued about 
who would win in a Royal Rumble style match between Michael Myers, Freddie, Jason, and Leatherface, man? Who would come out on top? That's what we argued about because you know mm-hmm. what? In some ways, those guys are heroes. Jason Voorhees, he stopped you from going out there and having unsolicited sex. You know what I'm wow. saying? There's too much of that going around in this world these days. Everything's wow. going crazy. It's all hell in the handbasket like a freaking dumpster fire is happening all around us. You know why? Because there's not people like Jason out there holding us up and being accountable for the mistakes that we make. You're our count counselors. Watch the kids. That should be your job. Not running around doing drugs and, and, and doing the hanky-panky when you're supposed to be watching kids and making sure they're not out there drowning, for God's sake. So Justin, like, what, that's what the you're whole saying? Point. Like, he's a hero. He's a hero. We need people like him to stand up in America and, and do things that stop people from doing the wrong things that they shouldn't be doing. That's what shouldn't be happening right now. Like, we need those people. Like, stop going out there and do your job, counselors. Do your job. And then things wouldn't get out of hand like they are. We wouldn't have people that walk around that don't want to put on masks for some reason. Like, I don't even get it. What does that do? Is your breath stinky? Does your breath stink? Are you afraid of having to smell your breath all day or something? Like, really, what does that do for you? Like, get out of here, man. Like, look, we need people to do the hard choices. We need, they're not villains. They are, uh, at worst, at worst, anti-heroes. You know what I'm saying? Because they go and take out the garbage and take out the trash. You can go back and watch all those movies, and the people that die usually die for some kind of good reason. Like, just being honest. Okay? So, what, Justin, what you're saying is that the world needs more serial killers. Is that is that what you're getting at? No, here? no, no, no. There's a difference, man. Okay. There's a difference. Oh, uh-huh. All right. You know, there's a difference. Maybe we need a Dexter. Maybe. Maybe a Dexter. Because that guy, Dexter he did his job well. mm-hmm. Sorry, I got well, him. There we go. There's, a minute, there's anyway. our trailer trailer reaction. Halloween kills everybody. Halloween else. kills, baby. Boom. I liked it. Halloween ends. Boom. Put a stamp on it. Oh, yeah, Halloween ends. going to like it. Right. I ain't even seen no, the movie. I've just seen one minute of the movie. Guess what? Guess what? It's going <laughs> to happen, people. Hambone. I can go ahead and tell you. This, I'm, I can read the future, and as the future is being read, I'm showing up on Twitter right now, maybe a year from now, whenever this movie debuts. Maybe it won't even be that long from now. In the months to come, Hambone's going to tweet, I like Halloween ends. It's good. I'm going to tweet it. I can already foresee it, okay? There's oh, no yeah. almost no way they can screw it up. There's almost mm-hmm. no way that you can screw this up. Okay. All I got to do is see Michael Myers kill some fools in some creative different ways than they did the last time. And I'm pretty sure they're going to do that. Easy Michael versus Voorhees 2024. William uh-huh. Harold with the comment of the day. You know what I'm saying? This comment is getting put on screen, baby, because some things need to change. The stuff we're doing these days ain't working. It's not working out, Dagan. Mm-hmm. It's not helping us. All right. We need something like this. We need drastic measures to take place. Myers Voorhees 2024. Wow. Why you don't have anything to say? No, I think we should wrap up the show. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, hey, man, it is what it is. I love you guys. Thank you for letting me have my fun and everything else. And that's all it is. But appreciate you guys. Like I said at the very beginning, please like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Uh, Dagan, our next thing that will be coming up will be a crackdown, whether it's a premiere or it's whether live. Uh, th- this would probably be a premiere one this week or whatnot. Uh, we probably will do more of the live episodes for some of the like uh, 
big matches, uh, championship matches like uh, Smets versus Parker coming up. We're probably going to have like an yep. actual live crackdown for that and everything else. We're still doing that until the showdown is gone for good, and we're trying to do our best. If people will come and help us, we're trying to do our best to have a big showdown for the very final. Uh, oh yeah, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna after end party style. after show for the actual uh, very last spectacular that's going to be coming uh, and everything else. And like I said before, if you yep. can holla. Uh, if you can help us out more than just like and subscribe, join that Patreon, man. We have fun in there every day. We actually hang out with our Patreon members every day, pretty much in the uh, Discord. And beyond that, we do other things. Like, like I said earlier, promoted at the very beginning of the month. We've already got the tabs in. We just need to calculate the points. We have our very first Patreon top five show where we rank this month. We rank the top five comic book heroes, and I'm interested in seeing like how our Patreon, our extended family actually came together and voted mm -hmm. and what they put in and everything else. And without any further ado, baby, until next time, peace. New shoes, new tracks, like who's that? I'm new, come back better than last year. It's a new me, never gonna look back. Never gonna look back. Cause damn, I was built to last. You move slow when I move fast. And that's facts. Only I can make a change. So